Hey everybody, and welcome to the first real episode of Internationally Managed. My name is Nick Agliata. And I'm Antonio Jervi. Today, we're just going to talk about who we are and where we came from. So, Antonio, why don't you start? Thank you so much, Nick. I come from Great Falls, Montana, small little town in the middle of nowhere. But now I'm in New York City in the middle of everywhere. How about you, Nick? Uh, I am from a suburb outside of Chicago, Illinois called uh, Oakbrook, and I go to, or I went to York Community High School in Elmhurst, and... Where will you be going to school? I'm going to the University of Memphis to study French and German bassoon. Very awesome. Where are you going to school? I will be a senior in the fall, so I'm not graduated yet. (laughs) Well, um, I guess we should talk about, like, how we got here, right? Um, I am a librarian. I... uh, manage all the paper music for an orchestra's library um so i started last summer at interlochen and yeah we were there together yeah we were there together we didn't know each other though um but yeah i talked to a couple librarians there and thought it was an interesting career so uh i came home and i got my first internship with the elmhurst symphony orchestra and I worked with uh, David Jackson, who is now the principal librarian of the Glimmerglass Opera Festival. And um, we worked together to run the Elmhurst Symphony Library. And then I decided to apply for NYO. How'd you get here? Uh, I'm primarily a classical saxophonist, so this position was definitely not uh, part of what I thought my future would be. But when the opportunity presented itself last fall to uh, manage my Allstate Orchestra, I took it and I loved every single second of it, setting up the orchestra and being there for them when they when they came in and just announcing basic things. And it became kind of kind of a niche I enjoyed, but then that next summer I went to Interlochen where uh, I had an excellent and amazing time. And then in the fall, I did find out that they had an opening for this apprenticeship and I applied. and. And I guess they did really like me because I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) We made it. So, yeah, um, that's the basics and, like, how we got here. In future episodes, we will be talking more about, like, I'm sure each of our individual internships and, like, what we did. Um, Right now, in addition to NYO this summer, I'm also working at the Glimmerglass, or not Glimmerglass, the Grant Park Music Festival in Chicago, and um, I started earlier this summer and will be continuing that when I get back from NYO. Um, what about you? At the present moment, I work with uh, not too many orchestras back home, but my city's local youth orchestra and then my city's uh, symphony orchestra. Uh, I'm their on-call saxophonist, and uh, for around the state, I, I do most um, saxophone work but it doesn't call very often considering that orchestrations do not call for it sadly as we both know um, thankfully but be, oh come on but when i get back i will be being featured with the great falls municipal band so i do have some solo gigs coming up uh not too much solo work quite yet uh, as october and november rolls around i definitely have a lot happening uh some things happening with the young arts foundation and then the marine band but uh, a lot of it is just kind of silent once I get back, so more practice, and you know how much I love to practice. Yeah, I'm actually the complete opposite. When I get back home, it is preseason prep time. Uh, as a librarian, we have to start distribu- getting parts from uh, shipping houses and rental companies and sending them to our 
principals, our concert masters, to get bowed and start to work on all those parts and managing everything. That so your job do really on. doesn't end after NYO. Nope, not at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go right back to work when I get home. We don't really get a break until like the end of the season and we've returned all the music and then we get a couple weeks off before prep starts back up well this gives us a good direction to move in would you uh, be willing to tell your story on exactly how you did come to apply i mean we you know we know how you got interested but tell us a story about how you applied because we both have some pretty awesome stories about it yeah um i was uh working at the elmhurst symphony orchestra just uh talking with the librarian there for a while and then I started working there full-time like as full-time as a student could be and um preparing the parts with the librarian there David Jackson and um I was just uh looking for something to do in the summer that was not performance related but would still like push me forward in my career um and I had decided that I wanted to like be a librarian and pursue that for right now if if I loved it then I'd continue doing it which I found that I have and if I didn't I would be fine with dropping it at that point but um as we know uh I applied and I was accepted my application process was quite different from the other musicians uh auditions they uploaded a video of them playing their instrument and I think a video essay and a written essay. And I did a video essay and a written essay, except the video essay was more about like my career as a librarian. Um, my very small career of just working in Elmhurst Symphony Orchestra and kind of knowing what it is from Interlochen, but that's what I talked about. Um, so I uploaded the video and the essay in I think a month or a matter of weeks or something they contacted me and said they wanted a Skype interview with me um, and that actually didn't coordinate until the day that I was supposed to get like results whether I was accepted or denied into NYO and so uh, at like two o'clock that day I uh, got on a Google Hangout with the librarian for NYO uh, and both directors of NYO, Vincent Carbone and Doug Beck, and we talked to each other. They asked me about what I have done with librarian work so far and um, how, like, how I could be a good fit for NYO and why I'm interested in it. And so we talked and... Yeah, uh, like a couple hours after that, because they needed to get me that my response that day and give the other applicants their response, um, they uh, told me that I made it into the program. And isn't that just crazy? You have to wait a couple hours later to get results. <laughs> yeah, it was much. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it was less anxiety than like the musicians that had to wait like a matter of weeks after just submitting that, but... matter of weeks, I think the musicians waited about three months. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like, I don't know. It was fun and I liked it and I made it. And so I was really proud of myself. I had worked really hard to get this position working with Elmhurst Symphony and I was there five days a week. So it was really happy when I saw my work pay off and I got my first real auditioned job. Yeah, that that is very phenomenal and I'm very proud of you for doing what you do thanks Antonio so Antonio tell us about your audition process for NYO 
It was identical, just like yours. Uh, I did a video essay. I did an essay about myself. And actually, at the time, they did email me about doing a Skype interview. And I happened to be in New York at the time, actually. Uh, I was with an honor band uh, at Carnegie Hall. And so I emailed Vincent back, and I told him I was actually in town, and they invited me in to Carnegie Hall uh, to do a live interview. And so I did, and it was pretty awesome getting to see the offices and getting to see where these people work. And I sat down right at Vince's desk and right next to Doug, and we had the interview. It was just those two, and we were in there for probably a little around an hour and a half. And it was pretty exciting. They asked me all the basic questions about how did I hear about the job, What's my, what's my management work background like? And it wasn't pretty extensive like yours, but I just told them I was fascinated by kind of the clockwork uh, rhythm of, a, of an orchestra, and so I wanted to be a part of it. And then, yeah, two weeks later, I heard back that I got the job. So Just two weeks. That's so much better than the musicians. I, oh, it is. <laughs> and, and honestly, it was worth every moment of it. And I was pretty nervous, actually, that I wasn't going to get the job. So I had, like... I had experience, but not extensive experience like they were looking for. Yeah, and I feel like growing up in an area around Montana probably set you like a little bit back from somebody who maybe grew up in a major metro area, Chicago, oh, New York. Who had maybe more exposure to the symphony orchestra life. And maybe somebody that already knew people at Carnegie Hall and has maybe worked with orchestras there. Oh, 10 out of 10, yeah. Yeah, um... That, tell us about that, like, that first thing. When you got that email from Carnegie Hall saying... Uh, we want to get an interview for you. What were your thoughts immediately that I want to go in and do this? Or was it kind of like, uh, should I just do the Skype interview? Or will it set me apart that I'll be here in person? Or did you bring an outfit to wear? What did you think they were going to ask you? Well, actually, I got the email after I came out of a movie. And so I was just scrolling through my email and I saw it. And actually, at first, I thought it was a rejection letter <laughs> that they had sent me ahead of time telling me, we're no longer reviewing your application. <laughs> and so, oh my God. And so I, I read it and they actually did want to hear from me and so I told my mom that and she was there with me and she said you should tell them you're in town and then she's like they might do a live interview I was like they're not going to do a live interview with me and then they did a live interview with me and look at you now and look at me now and as for the clothing thing yes I went straight down to the Fifth Avenue store Macy's and I bought myself a brand new outfit no joke no lie and I got myself a suit and I wore that suit into Carnegie Hall oh my gosh <laughs> um, awesome uh, what's next how about we talk about this tour? Yeah, um, so this tour, we are going with the National Youth Orchestra and Michael Tilson Thomas to Taipei, Beijing, Shanghai, Seoul, and Daejeon, um, all in Far East Asia. And we are playing Sibelius Symphony Number no. 2 Gershwin Piano Concerto in F and a new commission by a Chicago composer, Ted Hearn. Oh yeah, your hometown right there. Yes. Um, so, uh, on this tour, I am going to be, um, actually doing a lot less work than everyone else. We do all of our work pretty much before, um, while, while we're here at our residency and purchase, um, we're preparing all the parts right now and making sure all the rehearsals run smoothly and, uh, that all the music is where it is supposed to be when it's supposed to be there. What are you doing here at the residency and on tour? It seems that our jobs are almost flipped in that yeah. kind of way. You do so much more work uh, here at the residency, whereas I, as you know, have some downtime that I don't usually know what to do with sometimes. Uh, but as the tour goes, uh, my job gets pretty hectic. Uh, we got to fit a little over 
160 people onto an airplane at one in the morning, so that'll be part of my wrangling job to get everyone on the airplanes. Uh, but then my job also does start when we get down to Carnegie Hall, and I have to help everyone get there, and we take Uber down to the hall. Uh, <laughs> True, it's, we are taking Uber. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, beyond that, it'll all be making sure that everyone is accounted for while we're in Asia, and that we don't lose anyone. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Lost in Asia. Lost in Asia. I hope it's a violist. Oh, oh, <laughs> Gotta oh, go. but yeah um that's pretty cool um i'm sure there are a lot of other manager duties that you're going to discover being that this is like your first kind of like solo job i mean our orchestra manager ricky is training you right now and what to do and then he's going to kind of pass things off so you'll probably learn a lot it's probably gonna be quite a harsh learning curve going from hometown in uh, Montana to international tour with the best youth orchestra on the planet. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, so um, let's actually make that the end of our first episode of Internationally Managed. Do you have anything to say, Antonio? Yes, please continue to tune in as we will now start interviewing members of the orchestra and members of NYO2 and NYO Jazz and possibly NYO3. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day we'll get, um, we can try and convince one of the staff members, maybe Vincent or Doug, to talk about their jobs um, and see what they're up to. But yeah, we'll have a lot of time to do this on one of our many flights or many Uber rides or many train rides while in Asia. And so... And just for the record, there is no NYO3 in the process. I'm not leaking anything. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh my. (laughs) Okay. Um, But yeah, that's all for now. Thanks so much for listening. See you you next time.